Blazer fans, welcome back to episode number 69 of the Blazer Victory Podcast, where our UAB Blazers take down number 13 ranked BYU 31 to 28 in Shreveport for the best win in program history for UAB. Steve, where where do we start, man? Just what what a phenomenal evening um, for the UAB football program down in Shreveport. I think that's where you start. <laughs> I mean, yeah, just what just I you know everything put together. I mean, what what a great night. I mean, it was uh, it was just you know we talked about it before, and and it was it was the kind of game that if you find a way to win, it takes you you takes your program another huge step, and you know and uh, they did, and 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 it took and now the program took it, it took a huge step. I mean, just the great thing was it was. It was national TV, so yes. so people, you know, got a chance to to see just how special some of these, uh, you know, how special this program is and can be. You know how special the players are. Um, you know, guys stepped up on a big stage. I mean, that's a big stage, and uh, stepped up and and I mean, it just you know, coach talked a lot about it in our, in our radio after the game, but how big of a team effort this was. I mean, this was. Uh, you know, this wasn't one guy stepping up being Superman, even though there was some of that going on. Yeah. This was got you know, guy after guy. You know, I mean, guys making plays. This was you know, getting you know, slugging them in the mouth first, and then getting getting slugged in the mouth and just answered every time. You know, I mean, just the the way they answered after falling behind in the fourth quarter was incredible. I mean, it was incredible, and mm-hmm. uh, so. Just a great night. Uh, again, it shows what this program's capable of, and and uh, you know, uh, it was a difficult year. You know, I mean, it was you know with the schedule and you know, some of the injuries and all that kind of stuff, and they kept fighting through it, and uh, you know, ended up with uh, you know the, again the biggest. You know, I, I mean, I would get, I would it. It is the biggest win in school history, I think, but you know, I don't know. It, it's hard to. It's it's hard to put wins over wins where you win a championship, you know, right? So, you know, now, but but I mean, this thing with the highest ranked team that that uh, you know the program's ever beaten uh, in the situation that it was with uh, you know a lot of adversity and um, found a way to win. So uh, right. you know that big old trophy came home. It's cool. It's a cool trophy too. And then, but it came home with the. Uh, I think it came home on the bus. Actually, there was a bus of. Uh, of uh, people that um, had had to take a bus home, and I think it came home there, but it's home, and that's what counts. And, and real quick on that trophy, I was talking with my dad after the game, and my goodness, that thing looked heavy. Well, I <laughs> think a big old thing, yeah. I think it's huge. I think that's why they couldn't get it on the plane. It was too big, Golly. you know. But uh, you know, good thing they have a lot of strong guys on that team to carry that thing around. But uh, right, it's, it's it's cool looking, and and the thing is, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think you can fit in the in the uh, trophy case. So it's probably, <laughs> probably gonna have to sit on the table somewhere because it's uh, that yeah, thing's pretty that tall. But, uh, yeah, that thing's gonna break that trophy case. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is great. Hey, that's a great problem to have. Build a bigger one, man. Exactly. You know, uh, and, and, and real quick too, Steve. I, I, 
I know this was a bowl game. You know, this wasn't a it's like you just this wasn't a championship game. This wasn't a regular, you know, regular season game, but it's still a huge win that UAB football can uh just take this into the 2022 season and just build on. And and, and you just yeah. spoke on too, you know, just all the adversity that this team faced this year. Um you know, with high expectations, you know, losing that tough game to UTSA, just all the ups and downs and ebb and flows of this 2021 season. Just what a great way to end this season and just help catapult us into next season, you know, the, with, the, with the younger guys that were on this team. And, you know, we, we talked about before how, yeah, we do lose, a, you know, some guys from this team, but this is definitely something that the guys can take and build on into the 2022 season. Yeah, I mean, absolutely, and and you you know you can go back to the to that Rice loss, which is yeah. you know, probably the ugliest point of the season, and uh, you know the way they responded to that, and you know they're four and one after that, and and you know obviously we're sitting here thinking it should be five and zero, oh, but I mean they're mm-hmm. four and one. They they found a way. They played really well after that Rice game, you know, and that was again that was. That was the you know probably the the low point of the season and, and all uh, the injuries too man yeah. yeah and and the injuries and you have guys uh you know just uh, it's just it just I think it's a testament to you know to Bill Clark and it's a testament to that coaching staff and it's a testament probably a bigger testament to the kids to the players I mean to, to yeah. keep fighting through this and and uh, you know because. Honestly, especially with uh, you know a lot of guys that had come back and it was their last season. And uh, you know they could have they could have checked out after that Rice game. I mean, you know, could have just went, uh, you know, this this didn't work it out. They could have they could have quit fighting, but they did the opposite, you know. And and uh, uh, again, that's a testament to everybody in that program, you know. And, and you know, it starts it really starts with Bill Clark, but but it's 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 everybody, you know. And and I think that um, that's what's kind of cool to cool to see and. You know, you can sit there all you want and do the what ifs, and I do it. I mean, I was thinking about yeah. last night, thinking, man, what if, you know? But, um, but it doesn't. You, you can't change it. All you can do is is get through it, and get past it, and get over it, and and get better. And that's what they did. And and you and you know, and it isn't a championship game last night, but boy, it sure had a championship game uh, feel at the end. You know, with yeah, the celebration. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't like to me. It wasn't like. Uh, just your typical bowl game celebration, you know, you're, you're, which is you're happy after winning the bowl game, no matter what the bowl game is. It's, it's a, you know, that's why when people say, you know, bowl games are meaningless exhibitions. No, they're not. I mean, oh, you, all you no. gotta do is be, you just watch celebrations to see it. It means something. And, and, um, to see that one last night, it was just a little more, you know, just, uh, just so it, it did have a championship game feel. And then and a lot of that was the opponent, you know, uh, you know, you're playing a, you know, a top fifteen team. I mean, you know, they they win that game and they're they're in the top ten. You know, at oh, the yeah. end of the at the end of the year, so they finish the year in the top ten. So that's huge. And, and hey, let's not forget. I mean, they they had a lot of uh, adversity too. You know, they're playing their <laughs> their injuries were you know as as bad, maybe even more significant than than UABs. If you go back from the first year and they play without the quarterback, but. Uh, you know that was a team that that was a BYU team, BYU team that wanted to win that game. So, um, I mean, they didn't just show up and were bad about being there. They wanted to win that game. So, just uh, again, just a tremendous game, just a tremendous, really entertaining, um, you know, nerve wracking, obviously, but uh, just a tremendous game and and great win. 
Yeah, and, and real quick, just speaking on that, Steve, you know, we, we saw some BYU fans on Twitter say, wow, we didn't want to be there anyway. Man, uh, don't cut that out, man. Y'all, yeah. know, y'all had a chance to, like you just said, to, you win the ball game, you finish in the top ten more than likely. So there was yeah. a lot on the line for BYU in that game. Oh, absolutely was. Yeah, that 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 don't give me that. I mean, you know, that, that's that's a, that's a loser mentality. I mean, they, yes. that team wanted to win that game. They showed up, they were ready, they wanted to win that game and you know, I mean, the 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 handful of of BYU fans, you know, and we saw a lot of the social media stuff mm-hmm. and, and 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 it's, but it's still a handful. I mean, you know, yeah. but just the arrogance and the, you know, there's still, I mean, I still see some of it last night. I got in last night when I got home and still <laughs> see some of, well, they still are no good and we still lost a, you know, a bad team and all this kind of stuff. Shut up. You know? Yeah. Shut agreed. up. You, just, you, you can't watch that game last night and, and, and say that UAB is a bad team and it doesn't belong on the field with BYU. You know, shut up. I don't mm. want to hear it. Um, just uh, you know, but but hey, I don't I don't think that uh, well I know that the people who count, which is the people that are on the field and, and the coaching staff, I don't think they felt the same way like at as at all. I think they do the UAB was a good football team, and and they believe it to this to this moment they that they will believe it that you know people that count you know the the ones that hide behind the you know, social media and even if they put their own name on they you know that doesn't count you know uh, what their opinion is a uab who cares right um, you know what does count is the people who play the game and and uh coach the game and you know and and the people that look at it and rationally and understand that that, that, that there's good football played all, all around the country at, at all levels you know so um you know again who cares <laughs> what they think when the exactly. game was played, UAB won it, and uh, that's what the record is going to say. Yes. Well, let's go ahead and just talk about that game. You know, if, if you guys, uh, if you were able to uh, listen a couple episodes before uh, at our BYU bowl game preview when we uh, spoke with Mitch Harper, um, you know, in the couple losses that BYU had um, before this game, the other team was just more physical than them. And and I felt, and I'm, I'm sure you agree, Steve, that UAB was – a lot more physical than BYU, especially on UAB's offensive line going against BYU's defensive line. I mean, it felt like really the whole game UAB just controlled the line. And even on the, you know, you look at Algiers, uh, the BYU running back stats. I mean, of course, he had almost 200 yards, but I still feel like, you know, what I what I was able to see that UAB's defensive front did a really good job. It was just. Just hard to bring that dude down, man. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I think I, absolutely. I mean, I, I you know I, I said on the uh, on the broadcast that if we were playing touch football, he wouldn't be that good, <laughs> right? Because it wasn't hard to get to him. It was just hard to get him down. Yes, and, uh, and he would boy, I, man, is he good? <laughs> he's yeah, so you got to tip your hat to him, oh, man. Because oh golly. yeah, because he's. He's carrying four or five people. He's carrying Alex Wright. He's carrying, you know, the biggest guys out there for UAB. And, mm-hmm. um, and, and so, and I, and honestly, I thought UAB did a really good job on him. I mean, they, you yeah. know, they, it was just hard to, to bring him down. I mean, I thought, uh, you know, obviously the, the, the long touchdown run was, you know, just a sensational play. I mean, it was, you know, uh, and, but, you know, UAB, you know, just it was well blocked and uh, and and he was well run and so you know give him that. But other than that, I mean, he had to earn his yards. Now he yeah. he uh, uh, he's just good. 
I mean, there's, you know, there's not much you can do, you know, you can just keep battling. And I thought they did a good job of battling him. Um, and, 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 and I agree. I think the UAB defensive played, played well. I mean, and, uh, but I thought on the other side, I mean, the offensive line was to say, so there was one time, you know, last, last night when I think it was the second half, uh, I think it was the third quarter, you know, David Crane, you know, made the call that, you know, I think it was McBride running. He said, you know, runs into a wall of defenders, you know, uh, uh, you know, for a short gain or whatever it was, runs, runs into a wall of defenders. And he did. He ran into like the whole defensive line, <laughs> but it was five yards down the field. Mm-hmm. So they had moved, they had moved the line, <laughs> I guess, but it was a five yard gain. I think, and that was to me was, was one of the signature moments of just how well they were playing up front. Yes. I mean, when you run into the whole defensive line, but it's not five yards down, not till it was five yards down the field, that's really moving the line of scrimmage. Definitely. And, and so I, I think that that was, I think all night long, you know, the tight ends and, and the offensive line were, they won it. They won the line of scrimmage, you know, and, you know, obviously you don't have to, you know, you don't have to do much to to get old McBride going because he's, right. he's sensational. But I, but he was running through holes now. I mean, it wasn't just him. I mean, it was. Uh, they did a they did a great job up front, and you know, and we said that beforehand that that you know that if you're going to have to win up front to win this game, and you know that's exactly what happened. Definitely. And, you know, you look at Debo, 28 carries for 183 yards and a touchdown. And that touchdown, the 60-yard touchdown, I mean, was a thing of beauty, man. He And he stiff-armed that oh, guy. That's stiff oh, arm, yeah. that's, oh, that's man, stiff nasty. arm. Was, it, it, it wasn't quite the Daryl Hackney stiff arm, but it, <laughs> no. was, it, it was one of the most famous stiff arms in, in school history. It was uh, it was. It was great. <laughs> it was great. Oh, and then, yes. then the outrun everybody else down the sideline and, you know, break one more tackle. And, um, I mean, and that's a great thing. He is so good at, you know, he's got great vision. You know, he mm-hmm. knows, you know, when, when did you, he sees, he sees the hole quickly and he gets there, knows when to pop the ball outside. If he has to, knows when to use the speed, when he has to, knows when he has to run through people just has such a good sense of, of, of how to run the football. You know, and, and, and every, you know, you see plays like that where he, he, you see everything from, you see his strength, you see his ability to, to cut and find a hole, you mm-hmm. see his speed, you see his determination to get in the end zone, you know, I mean, just, um, I mean, and, and again, I, the, the biggest thing I loved from that last night was that people around the country that may have never seen him got a chance to see just how good he is. I mean, and so that was, that was kind of fun to want to think about that, you know, people get to get to see him now. I mean, uh, it is what it is, but the fact that he didn't bring home the MVP honors. Uh, what is up with that? And, well, did they what, really what give they it to two BYU guys? Like, yeah. Yeah. And what they do in every bowl game this, and I, <clears throat> I'm not bashing the independence bowl people here. Cause this was the best run bowl one of the best run bowls I've ever seen, been to. I mean, just they, it's, it's incredible. We can get into that later with just how well that, that these people ran this bowl game is tremendous, but what every bowl does is they, they collect the voting really early in the fourth quarter. And, um, and cause, cause you know, they have to have, have it counted and ready for their celebration afterwards. So uh, a lot of times what they do is, is, They'll, on your ballot, you know, the ballots, people, the you know, media and just 
others others vote on it and what they'll do is they'll it'll say if you know if UAB wins fill a name if if BYU wins fill in the name mm-hmm. you know um but apparently this one because I did I, I never got I never saw a ballot so apparently this one they just had you just voted and mm-hmm. probably at the time that that they collected them it's probably UA, you know, BYU was ahead and Algier was having a huge game yeah. and then and then defensive lineman was having a huge game and, and uh but what should be done when you do that is you, you should say if if this team wins if that team wins well apparently they didn't do that mm. and um and I didn't even know it till uh, I think I was on a plane before I even knew <laughs> yeah and I asked somebody like hey who, uh, who's the MVP they told me, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's terrible. Yeah. But, uh, but you know, hey, I'd rather bring home the, the team, the 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 trophy than the, the those individual trophies. But oh uh, yeah, no doubt. But yeah, so that that was unfortunate because he, you know, he he should have been the offensive MVP and and Antonio Montre should have been the defensive MVP. And but uh, but uh, again, I'd rather rather have that championship or rather have the title. The team thing, but uh, but anyway, but he was yeah he was he was tremendous. I mean, and and they were tremendous up front, and um, you know that's what they needed to do win this game. Yeah, and also you know speaking of uh, individual performances uh, in last night's uh, bowl game, I mean I feel like we've definitely got a hit on Dylan Hopkins and and Steve. I'll you know kind of let you uh, take it away, but I, real quick I'll give his stats: uh, nineteen to twenty-three for one hundred eighty-nine yards, three touchdowns. And just one lone interception, but I mean that really wasn't his fault on that interception. But I'll, I'll let you uh, take it away here on Dylan. Yeah, I mean, you know what a, I mean, first, what a just a tremendous effort by him. You know, it, it, even if he's healthy. But you know, I, sitting there Friday night when I got in talking to people, and you know, one of them tells me, "Yeah, I don't think I don't. I'm not sure if Dylan's going to play." Mm-hmm. I'm like. You're not sure what? <laughs> what? Yeah. Excuse, excuse me. And uh, he he had gotten he had gotten sick. They, you know, at, at first they they I mean it might it might have been food poisoning. It might have been a stomach bug. It might you know um, they don't really know. But uh, he um you know apparently had eaten something uh, probably uh, I think maybe Wednesday night even and uh, um he's either Wednesday or Thursday and 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 it, it got him sick and and you know he was throwing up uh, you know had at, at at one point had a fever, you know, uh, really couldn't come out of his room, you know, missed their, their walkthrough on third. I think he missed one day of practice and then their walkthrough, um, didn't, I mean, basically didn't come out. He told, he told us in post game last night that, you know, since, um, I think since Friday morning, the only thing he had had to eat at all was, uh, he had some chicken noodle soup the morning of the game and a, and, and, and a cracker. <laughs> Huh. And that was that was all he had eaten, and um, just um, really, really, really didn't know whether he was going to be able to play, just because mm. you know didn't know if he's even going to be able to get out of his room, out of the room, and um, you know just said no, I'm you know I I owe it to this team to to play, and I'm going to get out there and play, and then you know then to show up at the at the stadium and it's it's pouring down rain and it's cold and right. the wind's blowing, and uh, you know you're feeling cruddy anyway. And, um, you know, just to find a way to, uh, you know, to get out there and, you know, not only play, but I mean, he was, he, he, he completed his first 12 passes. Uh, mm-hmm. you, you know, you write the, inter- the interception now the ball, you know, and he'll tell you the ball was a little low, 
I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't a perfect throw. It was a throw that should have been caught. So it, it really yeah. was the receiver Shropshire's fault. I mean, you know, he was the one, you know, he probably should have went down and, and, and made the catch instead of trying to reach down and, you know, but, but he's trying to make a play too. I mean, it was, you know, you, you can't really fault him. It just happened. It was no. a freak play. Yeah. A freak play. But, you know, other, other than that, uh, you know, and he had a, a throw, you know, they're probably the only two throws that he had that weren't perfect or, you know, they really didn't make a nice throw on where, uh, you know, the low ball right there should, you know, should have been a little higher, but again, it was catchable. And then the play before the winning touchdown to Shropshire. Yeah. The third that, down. Yeah. yeah. That thing was almost <laughs> intercepted. He tried to fit it in, in, in there and that thing was close to being intercepted. So, he, you know, that one, he probably shouldn't have tried to fit it in there, but he was trying to make a play, but. You know, I just, yeah. I mean, just a, just, just a great job, you know, and, and then gets the, you know, a tough run to get the last first down to, to be able to get the victory formation. I mean, just, um, mm-hmm. just an incredible day by the kid, you know, and, you know, you always hear that, you know, of course the famous Michael Jordan flu game or whatever he had, and, you know, you always hear mm-hmm. that a lot of times when you're sick and you're not feeling right, that tends to focus you more because you feel like you have mm-hmm. to, you know, you, you know, you, you feel so bad. You feel like you have to focus more. And that's kind of what he did. And I, I think that you just can't lose sight of just how well he's, how good of a quarterback he's become. I mean, he's good now. I mean, he, you know, some of those throws were tough throws. Um, the touchdown was a great play of, uh, of looking off the defense to the left and then coming back to Shropshire quickly to the right. Now he was, he was great move by Shropshire to get open, uh, you know, Trey Ragley was right, was down there right on play. And it was hard to see on the replay, but you know, instead of what Shrop did was was basically sold and inside the slant. And the, the guy bit on it and, and he said the way he came out of it got, you know, basically just kind of twisted his body and got that round him and got wide open in the corner. Uh was just nice. a great great route, you know, just a great route. But you know, it was a great throw. Um I mean just I mean, what can you say about Hopkins? I mean, it's just, you know, he, he's another guy that could have been the MVP, you know, and, yeah. and you know, may, maybe should have, I mean, but he, you know, he's for him to do what he did and, and just not make any mistakes, you know, other than the interception, but which, you know, again, but, you know, just on a day that you felt so bad, I mean, think about, it. we all know how bad, how, how we all can be babies when we're, when we're sick, you know, Why? Yeah. And, you know, and he yeah. gets out there and, plays a football game in those in those conditions i mean those conditions were right. terrible I mean, oh wind, it looked bad wind, yeah <laughs> the wind well the wind was terrible and you know the rain was was sideways you know during you know particularly during the first half and you know mm-hmm. and, and hey you know it, it, it's something it's something you always remember and it's something that really I mean, you know, this he has a, the support of this team anyway, but it's something that, you know, players see that. And, you know, you yeah. don't think that they're going to follow him you know, down uh, going forward. I mean, come on now. I mean, that, you see a kid, uh, when your teammates do that, and, uh, you know, your respect grows a lot for him. Not that they didn't have respect for him, but it, it, it grows, you know. So, um Again, he he was he 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 doesn't have a trophy, but he was an MVP too. Yes, and just also you know just going through you know his progression through the season this year, he's just gotten better and better. Um, and just you know you love to see that 
you know, especially in your quarterback as the season get, you know, as more playing, as more starts, you know, more reps he got, just the better he got, you know, going along in the season. And just to end it on a high note this year, hopefully this can, you know, going into spring because, you know, he's he's going to have some competition with those guys. You know, we talked about on our uh, early signing day episode that UAB signed. He, he's going to have some competition coming into the spring. And, you know, just what a great way to, you know, end the season and hope that this, you know, leads into spring practice and can keep going forward. Yeah, and I think he showed last night that he's he's ready for the competition. Yes, you know, I think he shows he's he's the type of guy that's just not afraid of competition. I mean, you can see that. I mean, you don't do what you do last night with with the way you're feeling stuff like that if you're not a competitor. And, and we knew it anyway. But I mean, I think yeah. that that just drives home. So that's going to be a great competition. And and anybody that thinks that they know who's going to win that competition is is probably is. is a little crazy right now because that's going to be a great competition. And, 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 and Hey, there's no doubt who the number one guy is going in. And that oh, guy yeah. was wearing a UAB uniform last night, you know? Yeah. And, and I think that obviously the Zeno is a, you know, a very talented and, you know, David Stewart's going to be there. He's very talented, but uh, you know, he showed that, you know, he, he's the front runner going in and, you know, you're going to have to take it from him and, and they might, somebody might. But uh, you, you, you know, you're not going to, this not going to be handed to you. You got to have to take it from it. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. Um, and look, look who led the way in uh, receiving yards in the bowl game. Ryan Davis, uh, three catches for 50 yards and had that really key 30 yard catch uh, late in the game. Um, but it was great to see him kind of get out there. And I know he kind of hobbled off too after that catch, but it, it was great to see him get back out there and have a, a couple key receptions. Yeah, and, and you know, and and I've said it since since day one of our first mm-hmm. of this year, you know, our first podcast of you know football. You did. Um, he 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 was a guy that you know, unfortunately, he had he he was banged up this year and he missed a lot of games and but went in there, man. He makes big plays. He you know, he does. And, and just as big as the thirty yarder was the third down one, third yes. down catch in the first half that you know on the, the drive that put him up twenty one fourteen. He I mean that was a tremendous catch and and. He, that's what he does. He just makes plays to to move the chains. Um, you know, unfortunately, after the, he, he got banged up after that long one, he never. I don't think he came back at all after uh, that. So I don't know what we don't know what happened. But uh, um, but yeah, I mean, just just to have him, you know. And I, hey, I thought Ty John Palmer had some good catches early on. Yes. Uh, you know, you know, and you know, Shropshire made some made some plays. And Prince uh, doing things again, two Prince touchdowns. Did, <laughs> Prince did Prince things, you know. <laughs> you know, obviously Pittman made some catches. I, you know, I thought there were some, some, but there's some guys, you know, Ryan Davis and Ty, Ty John Palmer, particularly that, that you know, stepped up. You know, stepped up in a time of need, and that's why you know that was part of what the the whole team effort thing that coach was talking about was. You had so many guys that, you know, that you don't necessarily think of that you know made plays and and um but ryan davis had a huge contribution there's no doubt mm-hmm. well let's flip it over uh to the defensive side of the ball steve and you know we kind of hit on them earlier but moultrie antonio moultrie oh, you know nine tackles but four tfls i mean i swear he was in the backfield um all pretty much all game and he probably would have been in a little bit more if he didn't have to go to the sideline for a few plays after that time he had to yeah out. yeah he got kind of hit in the wrong place for a minute <laughs> i heard yeah. trey said there was a lot of guys kind of laughing at him on the sideline because <laughs> we, we we've all been there and, and oh, it's, it, you know yeah. but uh but no i mean I, he was he was 
he was the best player and defensive player on the field. I mean, just yeah. uh, just everywhere, you know. And I think that he helped. It was a big part of establishing that, uh, you know, winning the line of scrimmage thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and and again, he I mean, it's a tough day for him having to tackle that that <laughs> yeah. big son of a gun. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, but just um, you know, and I I thought I thought he really. Helped set the tone early too. That you know he had, he had a big tackle for loss. I think on the first series, yeah, yeah. it was the first series, and uh, and then another one soon after that. And I think that kind of helped set the tone of the whole day. Like you know, hey, we're here, we're good too. Let's go. You know, right. and, and I think that that he had a big part of that with those early tackles for losses. And uh, so yeah, he was he he was great. I mean, he's been great all year. You know, he's he's an all conference guy. You know. I'm, care what the voting says he's an all-conference guy um you know had an all-conference season just just those things happen but yeah he was he he was tremendous i mean it was you know and i thought i thought all the way up front you know i thought fish big was basically play you know he had the only sack fish had the only sack yeah you know though that was kind of a team sack really I mean, all four guys were back there but um you know, I thought Alex Wright made some solid plays. You know, I think everybody that played up front did, but Moultrie was certainly yesterday was to me was the best defensive guy in the field. Yeah, and also how about Kyle Harrell again getting a couple key tackles too? I think he ended up with uh two solo, yeah, four total. So good to see him get some more tackles in there. And just you know, that's he's he he's does, got man. he's got he better over the year too. Oh, like, that's what he does. He makes plays every 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 game you can point to him making big plays. He you know, again he doesn't get you know, I mean, as many snaps as as some of them, but uh, he he takes advantage of of every snap, and that's what a that's what a good defense, a good team does. When you're in there, you need to make plays, right. you know, and and um, he does, you know. And I thought Noah Wilder played well. Yes. So, I mean, that's another guy that just makes tackles quietly, and you know, he didn't he didn't really. I mean, I'm not sure we even called his name much on the radio, even though he's I think he was second leading tackler, but he um just so steady you know and 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 the tyler taylor thing was was unfortunate oh yeah um, it certainly wasn't intentional it certainly it's wasn't one of those uh, another thing like what do you want the guy to do the yeah. offensive guy turned into him like i mean is it yeah. what what do you what are you supposed to do i mean yeah like, and that's a big time hit now i mean that, yes. that is a big and it was a big time play i mean you get out there and and you know clean up but uh i mean that was a big time play you know and hey Letter of the law, the way the rule reads, I, I you know, I don't think you can complain about it, you know, yeah, just I know. because yeah. I just, I just hate that we've gotten a point that if you make a hard tackle, it's, uh, it's, it's immediately at least questioned. You're like, oh, it's a hard tackle. We got to look for, we got to look for uh, targeting. The fact you know, too that it was buzzed down, like nobody on the field threw a flag. Like it was buzzed from the from the booth. Like, yeah, just, and, come on. And that happens a lot. I mean, that does happen a lot because you know it's it's such a bang bang thing that uh, that a lot of times you can't necessarily. I mean, you don't see it because it's so bang bang. And and honestly, I mean, again, letter of the law. Maybe I I, I don't think that play right there deserves an injection. I don't think mm-hmm. that was you know that was something deserves targeting. But if if I want to go directly by the rule book, you know, maybe it does. You know, so I don't I don't know that you can necessarily complain about it because because that's just the way that the the rule is. Now I do think they missed one on BYU. I think it was the second half, and I don't remember who it was or who it was on. I just remember thinking, like, that's a target. That's the same tackle. Mm. Um, and uh, and and I think they they 
miss a lot of them. I don't think, you know, there's probably another one on UAB that they probably could have caught. I, I don't know, but, um, but it, it was unfortunate. And, and it was, it was really unfortunate because, you know, he, he was going to have to play a huge role on all on Tyler Algier because he's the most physical linebacker they have probably by far. Yeah. And uh, so he, he was the guy that, you know, you really need in there against that guy. And, uh, you know, he had already, <laughs> excuse me, he'd already made some plays and, and he was going to. So you hate it for him and you hate it, you know, you hate it for the defense at the time. But again, I don't know that you, I don't complain about it because that's the way the, it's written. And, and, you know, I think that, um, I think it was close enough and legit enough that you, you could get target, give a target call there. I just don't like the rule. I don't like the way it's written. Yeah, they need to revisit that in office. At least, it, yeah. you know, I get the 15-yard, but it doesn't warrant an injection. Uh, unless, like, it was, you know, if it was with intent, then you obviously know it was a bad or, you know, he was going with the intent to lay him out or hit him in the head and then maybe right. eject him. Or, or if, you know, somebody – gets three targetings or I don't know. They, they just need to revisit it, you know, in this. Yeah, offseason. It, it almost needs to be maybe like the, the, the two uh, sportsmanlike or whatever they call in it. Basketball. You know, yeah. Well, in football too, if you get, uh, if you get two, you're ejected. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So it's almost, it's almost like that. It almost, maybe you should do that. Cause, cause it's hard to, uh, well, it's impossible to, um, to, to determine intent. Yeah. You know, because you you don't you're not in a guy's head. You don't know what he's thinking. I mean, he might just be go over to try to make make a play. Even on those plays, I think there was one yesterday where where they where they hit a uh, hit a punt return. You know, punt returner, and you 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 run into him before he catches the ball, or you know, or after a fair catch or something. You you know, and you hit him hard. You know, type thing when he's not looking, and 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 that and that should you should be ejected for that but i don't but it's not always intense sometimes you just get caught up and you know you lose the ball and you think he has a ball and you hit you know he hit him i mean it's you don't know it's it's impossible to me to to determine intent yeah. uh, you know i mean because even a lot of times when a guy launches himself that doesn't mean he really launches himself with the intent that i'm going to hit him in the head you know True. that just means you know hey it's a it's it's a violent game man you it know, is, man. Try to get you know you, the harder hit, the better in your mind, you know, and and, and so trying to force again, a fumble. I, I mean, I, I, I love, I love. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, I love the player safety <clears throat> aspect of it. We we've got to do things to protect players. I I totally right. agree with that. Totally agree with that. But it, you know, it's just not a. And sometimes, sometimes we get too caught up in in the black and white of mm-hmm. the rule book, like. Well, this is what the rule book says, so we have to do it. What you know, that's not you know, it's humans playing the game, humans uh, officiating the game. Yeah, let it be human a little bit instead of having to go the black and white of the of the rule book. You know, and uh, so again, I don't think that you could complain about it because you know the, the way the rules written. You know, it probably was, uh, but it was just, it was unfortunate for him and it was unfortunate for UAB at the time. And, and, um, you know, you just got to move on uh, from it. And speaking of complaining, I'm sure if we, if we have any BYU people listening, they're they're still complaining about that uh, fumble when they, uh, they should, they, they thought it should have been an incomplete pass, but Hey, the ref on the field called it a fumble. So, I mean, you can't you know change it from there and, and good on was it mac mcwilliams that got the recovery yeah mac mcwilliams was we got the quick recovery yeah. hey 
come on now. That's <laughs> I know it, it should have been incomplete. Call. Yeah, <laughs> that should have been an incomplete pass. And then and and you know we'll it, take it though. Oh, I'll take it all day long. <laughs> uh, but you know, let's let's be let's be fair and honest with it. You all know, right. If, yeah. if it would have happened to us, oh, I'd be living. <laughs> you know, if, if we're talking about a play that would happen to UAB, oh, we'd yeah. be we'd be we probably would have led the broadcast, <laughs> led the podcast with it. You know. Yes. So let's, let's be. Let's be fair on it. That's a terrible call. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I, I, I don't quite understand. You know, he, he caught he, 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 he caught it up above his head. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he had, he did have, he did have it in his hands at that point. I'll give you that. But when he's, when he's covered it down and try to tuck, he loses, he loses it immediately. Mm-hmm. You know, now he takes two steps. Okay. But I don't think he had the ball securely in either of those steps. No, I don't think you know, he did and, either. And yeah. so, um, I love that, they, that, they, <laughs> that it held up, it held up because it's a huge play in the game. Yeah, and you know, helped UAB win the game. But uh, in my opinion, that was not a good call. Well, and, you know, I just some, say I just think it was you know if if we're if we're gonna get a break from officiating, I'm I'm glad we got that break right there. Oh, absolutely! I mean, absolutely. <laughs> you, you you take the breaks just like uh, when they go against you. The other team took that break. You know, yep. I mean, you know, nobody's nobody's gonna apologize. For, I'm not gonna apologize for that. It's, you know, it's, <laughs> it's not UAB's fault that that guy made that call. You know, UAB made it. You know, Magnet Williams made a smart play. To, you know, he got the ball, got out it quickly. Yeah. You know, and, and if you don't want them, you know, if you're BYU and you don't want them to make that call, don't drop the ball. Exactly. You know, <laughs> I mean, you know it was self-inflicted. And, you know, and I'll tell you what, I'll give, you know, at least what I saw, Kalani Sataki after the game, he wasn't complaining about it. He for, wasn't. For, yeah. for what I saw, I mean, he, he basically just said, hey, you know, that, that, uh, the coup or whoever, whoever made the play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Samson, I think. Um, he said, you know, he he's he's a big part of the team. He, you know, he we still love him. You know, I mean, he he never said that was a bad call that I saw. No, and he even said that they reviewed it. Like he he acknowledged it in his post game yeah. that yeah, they went back and looked at it and they said it was a fumble. So that's right. what it is. Yeah. So right. And and again, what 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 I don't know is is um, you know, maybe maybe by the letter of the law, the rule book, that was a catch. And you know, I mean, because they definitely go back and look at it. And of course, I look at it differently than. Somebody knows the rules like it, like a, an official yeah. or, you know, a replay official. Cause that's the other thing. We, we don't give these guys enough credit for how well they know the rule book. You know I mean? Yeah. These, these, these guys are, you know, whether you like or dislike the, the officials, uh, you know, especially in conference USA, um, <laughs> oh, yeah. who, who had a con, who, who had a controversial, Ending in the in uh, the, the, northern, in, in northern the Illinois, Cure Bowl, yeah, yeah the Cure Bowl. That. So uh, that was that was interesting, but <laughs> uh, but even then, these guys these guys know officiating and know the rule book uh, so much more than we do. So yep. you know, it's easy for us to complain, but we really don't know what you know what correctly to look at a lot of times. And, and so, but they looked at it and they they determined it pretty quickly too. Now, I'll yeah. say that it wasn't one of those where you. You, you know, you're, you're waiting for, you know, I mean, they weren't even waiting through the, the, to the, uh, throughout the, through the commercial. <laughs> I mean, they, they went, we thought they were really studying it and, you know, during the, during the timeout and, uh, David Crane looked out at the field really quickly and he said, 
they're not moving. They're they've already they've already <sighs> placed the ball down. They've already made the call. Nice. You know, and they never came out, you know, and said it. You know, we were in a commercial, never came out. So I think when it came back for commercial, they said, you know, play whatever. But yeah. but at the time, they had determined it. I mean, I'm talking about real quickly. So so I think it was that I don't think it was as close to them as it was to us, you know. Yeah. Um, so so I, I mean they determined it quick. So, you know, again, I I, I don't agree with the call. But I love that they made it. Yes. And, and I, I guess just, you know, wrapping this thing up, Steve, uh, looking at there was only five penalties called in this whole game. I mean, it looks like it was a very well officiated bowl yeah. game on both I, sides. I thought what they did a great job of was, <clears throat> was they let the, the teams play. You know, they yeah. didn't they didn't give a lot of, um, you know, they didn't throw these pass interference flags from 40 yards away. <laughs> Right. When two guys are, are hand fighting, when both guys are hand fighting, you know, there was none of that. Um, you know, the, there was, I don't think there was a hold to call in the game uh, that I can remember. There's, you know, I, that I can remember, you know, so they say, so that, you know, they let both sides do what they, you know, I, on that long touchdown run, Moultrie got held down the field by, yeah, I think it was 32. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what? It was behind the play. Yeah. And, 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 I, and, it really had no impact on the play. So yeah. too many times in games we've seen on both sides. I'm not talking about just one side. You know, throw a holding call forty, you know, twenty yards from the play on on a on just a no reason to call it. And yeah. So I I thought they did a, a great job of, of of letting them play. And I know that there's things that were missed, I guess, and and there were probably times that they should have called, maybe would have called something in their case and. And I, you know, the one rough in the passer calling Kelly Sanders, that was a great call. Yeah, that was I mean, a stupid hey. play. I mean, he didn't hit him hard, uh, but he he definitely shoved him down when it he didn't need to yep. shove him down. Yep. And I thought that was the right call. Um, you know, you know, the targeting call was by the rule. You know, I I, I thought they did a great job. You know, and and again, because you really didn't, you really didn't notice them. Right. And that's good. You know, yeah. Too, too many games we've had over the years, this year included, oh. you noticed them a lot. Mm-hmm. And um and you, you didn't you didn't notice them and I think that's a that's a win. And the, and what's very encouraging about that is they were American uh conference officials. <laughs> yeah. So if that's so, what hey. we're gonna if that's what we're gonna see going forward, I'll take it. We'll take it in a heartbeat over what we're used to having. Yeah. yeah. Um it, it just Real quick, too, Steve, I do want to talk just just a couple minutes, just real quick about the basketball game. You know, I, I went to uh, Legacy Arena, um, really good atmosphere. UAB, unfortunately, lost uh, 65 to 59 to West Virginia. But, I, I, you know, UAB led most of the game. Unfortunately, Taven Lovin went down, uh, twisted his ankle, um, buffing fouled out, which was something that I said in the you know preview that I had um, with Ethan in for for the game is that, we had to stay out of foul trouble, and unfortunately, we weren't able to do that. So UAB did lose. But hey, the good thing about college basketball is, you know, yeah, it's a tough loss, but you know, rolling into conference play, as long as UAB handles their business in conference USA, which I think we can, we should be good to, um, you know, hopefully, especially going into March. Um, but I, I did want to say, you know, they announced the score. 
um, at the end of the the bowl game, and the whole arena just went crazy uh, when they announced that UAB had won the Independence Bowl over BYU. And that's just, Steve, that's one of those moments that I'll never forget. You know, I hate that I wasn't able to go to Shreveport to uh, go to the game, but hey, it, it was just a great feeling to see all the UAB faithful just, you know, at a basketball game, but just cheering on the uh, the, the biggest uh, win in UAB football program history. Yeah, and that's great. I'm, I'm glad I, I didn't know that that had happened, but uh, that, that's great, you know, and, and hate that uh, the, the basketball team couldn't, you know, couldn't get a big win there. But I, I, I agree with you. I think that, uh, you know, it's, it's what you do in your conference and, yep. you know, games like that will help you grow. And, mm-hmm. uh, but they, yeah, that's tremendous that, uh, that that was that kind of reaction. And, you know, and I hate it that, that, that you had to choose between one or the other, you know, I know. you know, and, and, you know, I don't know. It, it's, it's frustrating, but, uh, but, but, you know, you, it is what it is. You know, you, you got to uh, got to make the best out of the situation. And I, you know, and I think Andy Kennedy will make the best out of that. I think they'll grow from that. And oh yeah, would love to grow from it with a win. But uh, you know, that didn't happen. But you know, just um, just a, a good day to be a Blazer yesterday. You no, know, you know, no matter what, you know. And so that's uh, right. That's right. But you guess what? You got to look at it. Definitely. Well, guys, uh, if you're not already, uh, please make sure that you are subscribed to our podcast on a podcast platform, you know, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're listening to us right now. Just hit that follow or subscribe button and make sure you're following us on Twitter um, at twitter.com slash blazer pod. But as always, guys, go Blazers and we'll see you next time.